שלום עליכם, שבוע טוב, שנה טובה, תיכתבו ותחתמו, all of you, listeners of this great station, a station that only beams דברי תורה, דברי מוסר, דברי הלכה, דברי התעוררות, and religious music. This is Rabbi Albaz from SLC. When are we talking about the parasha of yesterday, parashat kitabu? If you notice, there are three passages in succession, and last week, the last passage was the parashat of Amalek, meaning that we have to fight Amalek, annihilate Amalek. Then we have the parashat of Bikurim, uh, which is was started uh, in Parashat Kitavu, and then maybe a little bit towards the end we have the Kelalot, the Parashat of the Kelalot. If the Bnei Israel do not listen to the Mitzvot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then there is some punishment that is prescribed. Is there any kind of connection between these three passages. Well, it turns out that there could be an interesting connection. Well, is there any lesson to learn from these passages? In order to explain that, I would like to say something from the Rambam. The Rambam says, Hashem created the entire universe. Hashem does not need us. The whole world belongs to him. He doesn't need it. What does he need it for? He's got everything. We need him. So why did he create us? What does Hashem expect from us? Hashem wants to see the people below on earth to acknowledge him. To acknowledge him. Recognize him as a supreme king, the king of kings, and be, be grateful to him at all times. Sure, we have requests that we ask from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us, one thing or another, maybe to help us get a job, maybe to help get a shiduch for one of our uh, children. And uh, there are many uh, requests that we have from Hashem. Fine. But what about thanking Hashem for something that we asked and it was done? We owe Him so much. The air we breathe gives us health so we can eat, go to work, with the shiurim, with the prayers. In the evening, we're exhausted from a day's work and we go to sleep. And the next morning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us back our strength. We go to sleep and we, our eyes are closed in the morning. We wake up. We need Hashem. He doesn't need us. The only thing He needs us for is to be grateful to Him. To show for all that He does for us. And if we are ungrateful, what well, is a big problem? Where do we see this? In Adam Arishon. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Adam Arishon everything. 
He was in Gan Eden. Everything that he wanted. He gave him also a wife as a companion. He asked him one thing, not to eat from the Esadar. And he did. But, so he sinned. Fine. When Hashem comes to him and says, hey, what happened? Instead of saying, I'm sorry, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I sinned. No, what did he say? He was ungrateful. He said, The woman that you gave me, she incited me, and I ate. That's the ungratefulness. And he was cursed. All kinds of things, as we see in Parashat Bereshit. Ungratefulness creates certain punishment. Gratefulness or recognizing that is, again, that creates either a blessing or some kind of forgiveness. Where do we see that uh, gratefulness may cause a blessing? In the parasha of the Bikurim. What happened with the Bikurim? A person works in his farm for months. Then finally he sees the first fruits that are budding now. It's not a period. It's not a full fruit. It's not ripe yet. He takes some kind of a, a, a string and he puts it around it as a sign. And he calls it, this is Bikurim. And he takes the Bikurim. It doesn't have to be only one. It could be of course, of course some more than one. There is no shi'ur, as far as the Torah is concerned, there is no shi'ur on the Bikurim. But there is shi'ur from the Hachamim, 2%. So he takes whatever he takes, and he goes to the Beit HaMikdash with it, near the Kohen, and he recites a certain prayer. What is the prayer? Oh, it starts even from way back, that we were slaves to the Egyptians, our masters, the Egyptians, they persecuted us, they oppressed us. It was a very, very hard time. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu redeemed us. And after he redeemed, he redeemed us, he gave us this beautiful land. And look, from the beautiful land, I have this beautiful produce here. Thank you, Hashem. I have a, a very excellent uh, crop this year. Thank you, I'm grateful to you. Then the Midrash says that at that point, but call your but call comes out and says, Keshem Shizakita Lehavi at the Bikurim Hashana, Shana just like you merited to bring the Bikurim first fruit this year, you shall merit to bring it also next year. Ah, beautiful blessing. Great. Great beracha. You show gratefulness, you get a beracha. Ungratefulness, like Adam Arishon, is different. There is a, a maaseh in the Tanakh about Shim'i ben Gera. Shim'i ben Gera was an offspring of Shaul Amelech. As you know, King Shaul 
was the first king of Israel. And he would have expected that he would stay king, meaning his children, his grandchildren, and so on and so forth. It would be like a dynasty of kings. But unfortunately, he did not follow the instructions of Shemuel, which came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly, and the kingship was taken away from him, given to David Amelech. But Shem'i ben Gerah was an offspring of Shaul. In his mind, David Amelech took away the kingship from him. So when it came that Absalom, the son of David Amelech, rebelled against his own father, and he was looking to actually murder him, dethrone him. So David Amelech, of course, was afraid. He ran away. He ran away. And on the way, this Shemim ben is there, and he insulted David Amelech. You, you, you are a you, you, you usurper of the of the throne of the throne of Israel. You're a murderer. Now something like this, obviously, Mored Bamalchut Hayav Mita, insulting a king. He was really the legitimate king, except that his son was after him. But David Amalek didn't do anything. He didn't didn't harm him. Afterwards, when David Amalek came back, the whole story of Absalom died down, and he himself was killed, and so on. When he came back, then Shimei ben Gera, by the way, realized if he doesn't do anything, he'll be a dead man. So immediately, immediately he came with some entourage and threw himself down to David Melech. I'm sorry. I recognize you as the king. I made a big mistake. Please forgive me. David Melech forgave him. And he stayed alive. He saved his own life. You recognize the king. Now, imagine if a Lehavdil, a, 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 a king, Basarvadam, a human king, takes a man, gives him a home, gives him a tremendous job, and gives him everything he wants. And all of a sudden, the man turns against him. He rebels against him. He's ungrateful. What do you think the king is going to do? I'll punish him. If Hashem is doing so much for us, we don't show gratefulness, then we deserve punishment. Now, this is the case of Amalek. What happened with Amalek? Well, if you go back to Parashat Bishalah, where they discussed the uh, war with Amalek, just prior to the war, you see over there, the Bnei are complaining. And then it says, it says like this, Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu Im Ayin. They were doubting if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is amongst them or not. They were doubting it. Ungratefulness. Hashem, they just crossed the sea. They saw them, the ten, the ten makot. 
They're on there themselves. They were witnesses to all this. All of a sudden, Hayesh Hashem Bekebeim Ayin, Vayabo Amalek Veilachem Bisrael. Look, Amalek comes. They had a war with, with Israel. And Rashi brings it over there, uh, a midrash, that because they, they were doubting, that's why Akadoshwarhu threw this, this war against them. So Adam Arishon was ungrateful. He had a curse. This is now, we could see now the uh, relationship between Amalek, Bikurim, and the Kelalot. In one word, it has to do with gratefulness, or the opposite, ungratefulness. The Bnei Israel were ungrateful, Amalek came. The Bikurim, when we're grateful to Hashem, what happens? He was a Seberacha. Kelalot, if we are ungrateful and don't listen, do not hearken to the mitzvot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then God forbid, it's going to be Kelalot. That is really the, uh, the essentially uh, some kind of a connection between these, uh, these three passages. But there's something more also that I would like to discuss. It's like this. Rashi tells us in Parashat Bereshit, when he said, Bereshit Barai Lokim, that at the beginning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he says, Bereshit, with Reshit. In other words, with something that's called Reshit. And sure enough, Rashi says, because of two Reshits, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. One of them was the Torah, which is Reshit Darko. And the other one is the Bnei Israel who are going to be learning the Torah. And that's called, it says Reshit Tevoto. So we have Reshit, two Reshit. That's why Hashem created the world for those two things. That's what Rashi says from the Midrash. But there is another Midrash in Bereshit Rabbah. And he says like this, Amar Avuna B'Shem Rab Motna B'Shut Shelosha Devarim Libra Olam with the merit of three things, the world was created. Bishut Hala, the Mitzvah of Hala. Bishut, the Mitzvah of Maaserot, the tithes. And Bishut of the Bikurim. And in each one of these, the word Reshit is used. In the Bikurim, it says Reshit Bikure Admatecha. So you have the word Reshit also. The question is, what is so important about the Bikurim that the world was created because of them? A Bikurim is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah, of course, that's not done like every other mitzvah. If you learn about the Mishnayot over there and the Gemara Bikurim, you will see that the Bikurim, this mitzvah was very special. It's not like a person decides, okay, I'm going to I'm going to take my carriage and go to Yerushalayim. I'm going to go to the Beit HaMikdash and give him a Bikurim. No, it was done with a pump, with a big tumult, you know, a lot of commotion. You have all the people of, of a certain Muhammad, they go together and, and, and they, they, they sing and they, they play the, uh, the flute. And, uh, and, and, and as they pass by, uh, everyone uh, stops and says, Oh, how are you? Shalom Aleichem, where you come from? They can greet them. 
and the Beit HaMikdash, they sent shluchim, they sent the representative to greet them. And there was a big commotion going on. The Bikurim was very important. What's the importance of the Bikurim? Well, let me first discuss something else and come back to this. On, on Rosh Hashanah and Asareti Meteshuvah, there are four little passages that we add uh, during the Amidah. One of them is Zochrenu Lechayim, the other one is Mika Mocha Hashem, Mika Mocha Baal, Zocheret Surah Verachamim Lechayim. The other one, Uchtov Lechayim Tovim Kol Bene Beritecha. And the fourth one, Upsefer Hayim Berachave Shalom Panasatova, and so on and so forth. Look at the progression of these demands. At the beginning, we always say, Let's remember us, Rachayim. That's it. Let's remember us. Find the second one. Oh, Tovim. No, Berachamim. Berachamim Lechayim. Not just a plain life, but life with compassion. Life with compassion. Then we muster more courage now, and they say, you know what? Uchtov lehayim tovim kol beritecha. Now we're asking for good life, and not only for us, for everyone else. Uchtov lehayim tovim kol beritecha. Everybody else. What's the idea? You start with a little, and now you end up with so much. You know, David HaMelech did the same thing. David HaMelech said, Ahad sha'alti mit Hashem, I'm asking for Hashem one thing. That's it, only one thing. What's that? Shifti bebet Hashem kol I want to stay in the Bet HaMikdash. I want to stay in the house of, of Akadosh Baruch Hu. In the time of David the Melech, there was no Bet HaMikdash yet, but I want to stay in the house of Hashem. That's what I want. One thing. But then it gives a whole list. You know, he should shield me. It will always keep me in, 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 in his tent of refuge. Yarum Roshi al Oibai, they should lift my head against my enemies, and so on. They have a whole list. So when Hashem said to him, David, you're asking for one thing, all of a sudden you give me a whole list? So he says, Well, I learned it from you. You, Hashem, in the Torah. Now, what does Akadosh Baruch ask from us? Just to fear him. That's it. But then, after that, a whole list. To go to, in, in his ways, to love him, to worship him with all our heart. To keep all the misvot, hukotav, and so on. A whole list. Stop with one thing, a whole list. Same thing with Zochrenu Lechayim. We start with, we just want life. 
one one thing. But now that grows. And it grows into other things. I want Chaim Tovim. We want Chaim Tovim for everybody. And besides the Chaim Tovim, we want also Panasat We want Beracha. Uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, Shalom, and so on and so forth. But to understand this progression, you have to see, I mean, let me point out something very important. At the beginning, we're asking for plain life. But then, when we show gratefulness to Hashem, then we have, we muster more courage and we ask for more. How? Zachrein lechem, that's the beginning. Then we say, Modim anachnulach. After Modim, we are grateful to you. You know, we ask for everything. Amerachem kilutemu hasadecha. And so on and so forth. And it's, it's you know, we're asking, we, we, we're saying, we, we, we're grateful to Hashem for so many things He does for us. Then we can say, Now we can say, As we add more gratefulness to Hashem, then we can, we can say, Yes. If we show even more gratefulness, we hallelujah, let them praise and bless you, Hashem. Baruch Atah Hashem, you know, Tov Shimcha, Ulchana Elehodot, to you is appropriate to, uh, to thank you, Hashem. Now that we add even more gratefulness, now we can have the audacity to ask for more. Ubsefer Hayim, Beracha, Vishalom, Vishuan, and so on, everything else. Parnasatova, and so on. So in other words, the whole thing is the gratefulness. The gra- when we, we, we show hoda'at wa'kadosh baruchu, then we're entitled to ask for more. The reason why in the Bikurim uh, we show, uh, we, we, uh, 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 we, we have this blessing that kadosh baruchu gives us when we bring it, and we do it with such uh, 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 happiness and, 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 and all people together with such commotion because this really shows the Hakarat Atov. There's a Hoda'a over here. The entire idea of the Bikurim is to go to the Bet HaMikdash and recite by the Kohen. Look what HaKadosh Baruch is doing for me. Thank you, Hashem. We say Hoda'a, then we get the blessing. That is the important thing. Well, I heard once a little short anecdote about uh, uh, Hashem gave three bags to a malach, and he told him, I want you to collect in, in the bag the prayers of three cities. City number one, number two, number three, collect the prayers City number one, the bag was completely full with prayers. City number two was half full. 
city number three was a quarter full. He brings this to Hashem, and Hashem is saying, city number three is more important than the others, but only had a quarter full. Oh, yeah. But the first one was all requests. The second one was all requests. The third one was only hoda'ah, grateful to Hashem. How many times we go to shul, we pray, and we ask Hashem for things to help us? Fine, we're entitled. We can do that. Of course, Hashem is there for us. But how about after we do request something, it gets done? How many times do we go back and say, thank you, Hashem, that you did this for us? The Bikurim is teaching us a lesson to say thank you to Hashem. Uh, there was a, a little story that was, uh, I think it's written in the uh, one of the books of the, uh, 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 the, the Magid of Rabbi Krohn. And it goes like this. There was this, this, during the Yom Kippur War, there was this rabbi uh, who was taking care, he was part of Hebra Kadisha, and he was known among the soldiers, and he was taking care to make sure uh, if there's anyone that, that uh, was killed or something, make, uh, make sure the body is taken away properly, and so on and so forth. When it came to, you know, Yom Kippur was started in Yom Kippur, but it extended also to Sukkot. On Cholam Sukkot, on Cholam Sukkot, obviously we, you know, we make a beracha on the, on the Lulav and the Etrog and the Arba Minim. So one day, he came in with his, uh, with his truck and uh, he, he, he parked uh, near a base of soldiers, and he told him that he has this uh, etrog and lulav, and anyone that would like to make a beracha, please come. And all of a sudden, there's a whole line, whole line of soldiers. Each one went to make a beracha. There was one big truck that was coming from, uh, from far, and the driver he saw that uh, there is like some uh, uh, a group of people over there. He was curious. He wanted to know, you know, what's going on. Now, this truck was full of armament, you know, bombs and all kinds of the things that they use at war. Obviously, the enemy, the Egyptians, were looking all over. If they see anything like that, they would, you know, they would, uh, they, they, they would destroy it. All right, so... As he was driving, he saw this uh, people there online and so on. So he said, you know what? Let me see what's going on. He parks his truck a little bit away from there. He walks over. Then he says, what's going on here? Well, you know, we're waiting each one online to make a beracha on the lulav and the etrog. So, oh, that's it. Eh. It's cool. He wants to go back. Finally, one of the guys says, listen, what do you got to lose? You can't make a beracha. You're not losing anything. Well, just a few minutes, no problem. Wait a little bit online. After a few minutes, it'll be your turn. He waits. Finally, his turn comes. He takes the etrog, and the guy tells him the words. He explains to him, "Be have a kavanah, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed Akalush Baruchu, Asher Kiddeshanu, Be Misvotav Esivanu." 
you know, al netilat lulav, and and the minute he finished the beracha, a huge bomb came on the truck, and the entire truck blew into flames. The, 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 there were pieces of metal all over, and he left a crater even on the ground. If that man had gone back to his truck, he would, of course he would have been finished. Be more to Hashem. With berachot, yes, but also show your gratefulness. Show it expressly. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help you. And Be'ezat Hashem, we all daven, pray properly and, and uh, make teshuvah, tefillah, and give tzedakot. Be'ezat Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will inspire us in the book of life. Amen. Right, let me just again, I would like, especially now, it's the before the holidays, we give tzedakot. This is the time to try to help this station. This station has to stay on. And it's your contributions that's going to keep it on. And if you aren't, if you have a, a simha or whatever, whether it's a wedding or bar mitzvah, a brit milah, we're taking orders now, bookings for starting November 1st. We went through a, a very major uh, renovation in a social hall. It's going to be beautiful. So you can come, look us up, and we'll take your reservation for starting November 1st. Thank you.